Wait, do I need that? Yeah, I need that. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm just thinking out loud. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry about me, Chris. I'm always worried about you. All right. So we don't need that. So uh, how do we how do we want? <laughs> Good start. Good start. <laughs> how do we want to start this? Um, welcome to Creature Crunch. This is the podcast. <laughs> Our viewers are at zero, and I can hear them dropping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hitting the negatives already. Yeah, we we owe other podcast listeners. <laughs> I'm going to have to go listen to System Mastery a couple more times to be cut for this. So, this... We decided to start this little podcast. Um, we are going to... Uh, basically, we're, we're both lovers of monster movies. We, we enjoy... The creature features, monster movies, uh, horror movies in general, but with a specific focus on uh, on creature features yeah. and, and spookums like that. Um, and uh, just noticed that there weren't a huge amount of podcasts covering this sort of thing, not, at least not to the extent that I was looking for. Yeah. Not this, like less the extent to more the focus of what we wanted to go to. Right, right, right. Um, there, there's tons of movie review podcasts. There's tons of horror movie review podcasts, but there's nothing that I could find that was specifically geared towards this sort of thing, at least the way we define it. Right, exactly. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be choosing monster movies to watch uh, because we love them. Uh, we've got a passion for them. And then after after watching them or rewatching them, in many cases, we are going to talk about them, review them a little bit, but uh, mostly focus in on the monster itself and create a stat block. Uh, at least as of right now, geared towards D and D fifth edition, um, we're going to create our own stat block for them. We know that there are, you know, the stat blocks for monsters like this are a dime a dozen, but uh, we wanted our own spin on it and. Uh, just to see what we could come up with. Uh, we're, we're both passionate about monster movies, like I said, but we're also very into D&D um, and uh, role-playing. Mm -hmm. So um, so that, that's kind of what we're looking at. Yeah, we're not necessarily limiting ourselves to D&D uh, &D 5e. That's probably just going to be a starting point for us. We may do other stuff later on. But like, it's hard to ignore that sweet, sweet SEO for right now. <laughs> exactly, yes. Um, I mean, D&D is the most popular, and... That's just how it works. It's also what we're very familiar with. So, yeah, our, we really want to be able to eventually, um, at, at least in, in terms of D and D, uh, and again, like Chris said, uh, maybe a little bit later, um, branching off into other RPGs. But we, we really wanted to be able to use these monsters in campaigns without them feeling um, forced or pandering. Uh, you know, we we want to actually be able to utilize these things without saying like, "Oh, hey, look, it's." Xenomorph from Alien or any of that nonsense, uh, just because that can be a little bit gimmicky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we wanted them to not only feel like the monsters from the movies that they're in, but also feel like monsters that you could very easily just drop into a campaign and and maybe not necessarily have your players 100% know what they are. Like if we're doing something off the wall like uh, Peter Benchley's Creature, for example, and your players aren't super familiar with that movie or the book or anything like that, then they may not immediately recognize what that is, but still think it's a cool creature. Yeah, yeah, it's just shark with legs. Shark yeah. what has legs. Um, but shark what has legs does a song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But, uh, well, well, anyway, so um, my name is Matt. This is Chris. Yes, hi. <laughs> we uh, admittedly have no expertise. Yeah, we're not professional podcasters. We're just... Or movie men. <laughs> yeah, movie, movie people. We are monsters, though. Yeah, very much so, yeah. <laughs> if society has anything to say, I sure am. But, um, yeah, so, we, like you said, we both really enjoy movies. We're, we're enthusiasts. Yeah. Let's just call That's it that. That's the best way to describe what we are, is we're just enthusiasts towards movies, monsters, yeah. role-playing games, yeah. anything. And then, yeah. So, um, just a brief history on, on where we're coming from in that regard. Um, Chris, would you like to go first, or do you... Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Or do you, go ahead. <laughs> um, I didn't really watch monster movies growing up as a kid. I didn't really get into them until, like, maybe late high school, college, stuff like that. So I, I didn't really grow up with them, but I got into them later in life and just went, wow, well, later in life, but, like, you know, later in my education, I should say, and just, like, really hit it, and it just really triggered something into me. Um, so, yeah, I, I love monster movies, horror movies. Uh, I am a librarian with going on 10 years of experience. I have a BA in English. None of that is probably going to be applicable for what we're doing, but it sure is facts about me. Well, I mean, it, it helps you with the... You, you, you know how to research and fact yeah. check much better than I do, so... Yeah, like I think that, that that helps a lot, besides you've got, you've got all of that boundless library and knowledge. I just know lots of dumb shit that never comes into play, and it might actually be able to here, so that's useful. Heck yeah! Uh, for me, uh, I'm, I'm all about... The, the big the big monsters um, so I, like many kids I was obsessed with dinosaurs in my youth and um, back in the before days um, and I'm talking even before blockbuster yeah giant video so, yeah yeah even before blockbuster there was a there was a video store called Amazon Video. Uh, <laughs> no relation. Uh, no, no relation to the... Uh, the bad spaceman. Yeah. <laughs> but um, every weekend, uh, my mom kind of made it a, a tradition that we would go to the video store and, and you know, m me and my sisters would get to rent uh, a movie of our choice each. And, of course, me being, uh, again, a little boy obsessed with dinosaurs well it had to be a dinosaur movie every single time and uh over the weeks you know we i, I kind of rented all of the the vhs tapes of dinosaurs yeah that's right and eventually my mom desperate to find new dinosaur movies stumbled upon um a godzilla movie she saw uh, it was godzilla 1985 and she's like well that's dinosaur adjacent and well uh one thing led to another and four-year-old me was just extremely mind blown and the rest is kind of history I I fell in love with Godzilla 100% um, and kind of went through there uh, now uh, I, I don't know if I remember I don't remember if I ever enjoyed being scared per se yeah. but I did enjoy creature movies and the one that really sticks out in my mind as far as my memory goes is a, a rather obscure title as I'm coming to find out uh, called Carnosaur. <laughs> I watched Carnosaur because my mom apparently didn't care about content, and uh, I, I couldn't have been more than ten when I first saw it. Oh, good age to watch that. Yeah, no, it, it, it was great. Um, you know, I, I, I got to watch a lot of uh, a lot of gore, um, gross chicken eggs, and 
Um, and it scared the piss out of me. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I remember having vivid nightmares and being unable to sleep at night. And yet I would still uh, torture myself by watching that movie anytime I had the opportunity. It's kind of, that's kind of like the predecessor to our current YouTube kids who go online and find those spooky movies or spooky clips of, of, uh, Siren Head bootlegs and stuff like that and watch them over and over again and then refuse to sleep. Right, right. Why would we know anything about that, Matthew? I I don't know. I mean, so growing up, uh, I actually really enjoyed, uh, I guess kind of uh, ironically enough, the more seriously the the movie was taken or or presented, uh, the more I enjoyed it. I I didn't really get into the campiness. Like, I really didn't enjoy... Like the, the the so bad it's good or wow that's ridiculous and I love it therefore movies um, even though I was a Godzilla fan you know as a kid I didn't really recognize any of those tropes in some of those movies I just saw giant monsters stomp around blow blue fire ooh love kid you know little little me loved it do a stomp yeah do a stomp um, fight fight another monster um, and. It, it wasn't until, uh, honestly, my college days that I started to appreciate the camp factor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and really made me kind of come full circle and really appreciate, like, the Godzilla franchise as a whole. Because you, you get a mix of the good and the the so bad it's good and the so bad it's bad but we'll still laugh yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but as such, like, like the, uh, the tendency for me to want to try to enjoy monster movies seriously... Uh, it still crops up a lot. So I like truth be told, I don't really enjoy like the asylum movies all that much. It has to be like specific ones. Yeah, and, like, and even then, I can t- I can only yeah. take them in small doses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure, for sure. But but like yeah, if movies that are like the tongue in cheek monster movies, like it really depends. Mm-hmm. It depends on I, I guess the uh, the motivation and, and to be honest. The more they try and fail, the better I enjoy them. Like, um, I've really had a lot of uh, mixed feelings on movies like Sharknado. Right. Where it's like, okay, well, it's obviously not supposed to be taken seriously, but it's almost like, I just I just don't get into them. I just the, can't get into them. I, I maintain that the first one's still fun, um, but beyond that, it's just like, no, the, like, once it became the joke... Like, instead of, right. we're making a movie and there's 20 parts in it. But once it just became, like, this is the joke, it's a goofy scenario, and it's happened five times now, ha, ha, ha. Like, that's not interesting enough to me. Right, exactly. Um, it, it's it's a novel, it's a novelty, mm-hmm. uh, especially that first one. But then after you have, and, and even branching off of the Sharknado ones, once you have all of these... Like Sharktopus and so many fucking shark movies. My yeah, man. it's it's they right. blend together, and, yeah. and I just I don't find enjoyment like entertainment in them anymore. Yeah, so they've all it's I don't, like I don't know how to how to phrase it really. It's they've almost become too self referential, where it's like they start with the joke and build a movie around it instead of making a movie and building the jokes around the movie. Right, I think that that's probably a pretty yeah. good way of putting it. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, I just, I love monsters. Like I always say, the, the less human, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the less natural or, or humanoid even, um, the better. I, I, zombie films don't do it for me. Ghosts really don't do it for me. Matt hates ghosts. <laughs> I, I, I just don't, I don't see the, 
I don't see the value in ghost movies. Like, even though the hardcore, like, most of the movie is just build up, and, and like, I love build up, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. and I love guessing, but I, I just don't see the idea of demons or, or the dearly departed yeah. sticking around to, like, slam doors and play pianos and shit just to spook them you. That, that's kind of, like, that does answer my next question, was, like, what do you think of demonic possession? It's like the so, exorcist and stuff like that. Those are a step in the right direction, I mm-hmm. want to say, because demons ain't humans. Yeah, or even, so, like, poltergeists. Um, I've never actually seen Poltergeist. Okay, we need to sit you down and have you watch the original Poltergeist. Not sure. the remake, because the remake sucks dicks. <laughs> um, but the the um, the original Poltergeist it holds up like phenomenal. Sure. Like, it's, and it's, it's, I mean, I can find entertainment in some of them to a degree, but it has to be very specific. Like right. I say, my biggest thing is when watching a horror movie, like a ghost movie, and, and the build-up when ooh, there's spooky sounds going on. It's like, well, this is a ghost that has... And can manipulate, you know, different right. things. It's like why why spend your time, you know, just creeping them out? Like I don't I don't get that. Oh no, the the, the baby's cradle is rocking. Ooh, it just I just it doesn't do it for me. Maybe that ghost just really likes playing the piano. You know? Yeah, see, <laughs> he, just, he, he has a passion. Was, that was the ghosts, <laughs> like their their un. Their unfinished business. Unfinished business was they had to jam out on the piano for a while. Yeah, and and well, maybe that's what they thought, but then afterwards they yeah they didn't fulfill. Yeah, we weren't fulfilled, fulfilled, and they're like, okay, well now I'm gonna start throwing lamps and stuff. Yeah, at you. yeah, maybe, okay, yeah. Maybe maybe and business is chucking this lamp across the room, and it's like you gotta throw all the spaghetti at the wall. You just I guess you're a ghost like that, I guess right? so. I guess so. Because we always think of ghosts as knowing what their unfinished business is. <laughs> what if they don't know? That's a good point. Like I'm pretty sure that if I died and was a ghost I would have no, like, I still don't have an idea what kind of, what I need to do for life, in yeah. my life uh, like, or what I want to do. If you died on me someday and just became a ghost, your life would change so little, man. Yeah, that's true that is true, I mean <laughs> I would, over here, we'd still be doing dumb to be fair, I would be like, going into your house and like tipping over chairs for no reason you do that already <laughs> yeah, but this time you this time you won't know it's me until it's too late. Duck <laughs> over and then you go, oh sorry, Chris. And then he set it back up. <laughs> but um but anyway, to, to like I said, your to your question about the demons, like mm-hmm. it, it depends. It depends. Like like I wanna say the first par- um paranormal activity movie, like I, I it was it was spooky, it was a good movie, I will admit. It, I remember being terrified of that. It movie. De- it's definitely a theater movie. Oh yeah, like absolutely. Those movies at home is does nothing. Like right, watching them in the theater was actually with a bunch of other people who were into it. Oh yeah, yeah, and you get that the the um the the empathy that you you kind of just radiate from everybody else. But like that worked really well. Yeah, and I remember that movie watching it and going, okay, yeah, ghost movie, ooh, spooky. But then when like I think it was the scene when the the baby powder and it's three toed feet. It's like. Oh, that ain't human. Okay, that really struck right. a chord with me. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm more into this. So, so like I said, it, it really depends. It really depends. But demons are definitely a step in the right direction for me. But nothing beats the, the unexplained creature. That's or, what I would say, yeah. Or, uh, yeah, and... Creatures that we don't know the rules to. That's a very good way of putting it. Like, um, even, like, for, for zombies and stuff like that. At this point, they're, they've been done to the point where, unless somebody has a really unique take on them, we know what a zombie is. We know what it does. We, we know how to get rid of it or protect ourselves from it or whatever, or how the protagonist should. And then when they don't, it gets frustrating. 
Um, but when we're going against something that's completely unknown to both us and the characters, it like where we don't know the rules of like what does this thing do? Like, wh- where does it come from? What is it? What is its weaknesses? What is it going to do to us or, when it gets us? Or even even just so visceral as how does this thing exist? Right, right. Something that like mm-hmm. doesn't fit into our our natural world into right like how we our our cognitive vision of the world. Right, exactly, and and that's really what what gets the the spine tinglies for me. Yeah. and just kind of strikes that. Like I said, it strikes that chord. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that even goes all the way to like aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to aliens. I think there are two, like, subcategories of aliens. There are the humanoid aliens, and then there are the monster aliens. Yeah. And it's it, it leads there. Like, monster aliens I freaking love. Yeah. Humanoid aliens are so cheesy. I, I am not particularly interested in your, your standard, like, the grades. Yeah, like, monster aliens, like the xenomorph, or... Um, even to a lesser extent, I know it's not really a horror movie, but like Starship Troopers, the bugs, like yeah. those are cool to me. Those are monsters. Whereas you have things like you were saying, the greys. It's like, those aren't monsters. Those are just humans and alien. You're humans from another world, essentially. So yeah, like I said, so we are, we're definitely going to be focusing in on monster movies of all kinds, uh, trying to avoid some of the more purposefully campy ones. Like I said, the yeah. asylum movies. Um, we might we have a reason to dip into that. Right, right. Like, I, I, we have a list of movies, and amongst them are some classics like Anaconda right. and Lake Placid. And some of those sequels obviously start, you know, getting into that, <laughs> into that, like, we know what we're doing. You're going to buy it and enjoy it because of this. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, I mean... Because you look at movies like Lake Placid versus Anaconda, and you can't look at that going, okay, they, they tried to keep themselves grounded. They clearly tried to take this seriously. No, no, they knew what they were doing, and they knew that they were really kind of goofing it up. Yeah. But at the same time, I think for brevity, we might need to check that out. And also because those are honestly fun movies. They've, they're still fun movies. Sure. I, they I don't know s- too much into the... The camp, or not even camp, because camp has a completely different connotation. But like the the cheesy asylum, right? Like they're they're still legit movies. Like they're they are legit movies, and they're a lot of fun. Yeah. So we're we're gonna check some of those out. Um, I want to say a, a good chunk of the list that we have are movies that we are obviously familiar with or have seen before. Um, I did try to reach a little bit deeper and get some movies that I hadn't seen, or I know that movies that you haven't seen. Yeah, we were we were making our list, and when we were talking about it, it's like we have two very different skill sets when it comes to to creature movies because you are way more familiar with the more recent stuff, especially like the stuff that's gone to streaming on Netflix mm-hmm. and, and Amazon Prime and stuff like that. And I am way more familiar with the weirdo 60s and 70s gonzo bullshit. Right, right. And uh, to that to that same point, actually, we are also going to avoid some of the more... I don't, I don't know if classic is the right term, but... I mean, we, we, you have your Frankensteins, you have your vampires and Draculas. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we're probably going to avoid those, because... At least for now, um, I can see doing episodes on them later. Yeah, the way I wanted to, to kind of go about our selection process is nothing is off the table. Like, nothing is off the table. Some things are further away from us and we'll have to stretch for. If we think we can get a good episode out of the Bridges of Madison County, we will do that. <laughs> um, but that's way back on the table. 
<laughs> right? So, uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of what we're going with. So now that we've talked about some of the movies that we enjoy and or how we like what the what we're looking for in, in these movies, um, let's let's give some examples. What are uh, Chris? What are some of your favorite monster movies, and, and um, what do you get out of them? I will actually go after you because oh, okay. my movie is going to lead into what our first episode is. Oh, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, um, to, uh, some of the my movies, of course, uh, obviously the aforementioned like Godzilla movies. Uh, I adore Godzilla. Like he, he, my hero, yo. Um, <laughs> that was literally the first thing I knew about you. <laughs> <laughs> it. it one of the most important pieces of information anybody needs to know about me are the three most important dates of my life. Number one, the day my daughter was born. Number two, my marriage. And number three, seeing Godzilla 2014 in theaters with all my friends and family. Like, those three dates will live on in infamy, and, and that's all you really need to know about me to get kind of that, that snapshot of me. But... Um, at any rate, so Godzilla movies, and I mean, we could really dive into, like, that's a genre all of itself at this point, um, so I don't want to go Especially too, recently, kaiju stuff is just massive. Right, and I don't want to go into too, uh, oh, I... Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you were right past me. Yeah, that one, that one sailed right past me, but, um, but I, I won't get into too much detail on that, but some of my favorite Godzilla, uh, some of my favorite Godzillas are, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it, but let's talk about it. So... No, uh, some of my favorite movies, like I said, Godzilla movies, um, namely Godzilla 1985, just because that was the one that started it all, and uh, it, and, and in my opinion, really kind of ca- encapsulates the idea of, look, we're taking this seriously. I mean, was it a good movie? Um, in the grand scheme of things, probably not. But did I enjoy the hell out of it? Yes. Um, but moving on from there, some of my f- other favorite monster movies, uh, we mentioned... Um, uh, like I said, I mentioned Carnosaur. Uh, again, that one's probably more nostalgia-related, but uh, but I still love it. Um, John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, freaking love that movie. Yeah. is a good, good movie. Um, and then one of my favorites that I think really kind of encapsulates what I look for in monster movies is uh, is The Mist. Not the uh, not the series. I've heard mixed things about I the series. I hadn't, haven't seen anything on the series. You know, Penny looked into yeah. She watched it, and she was not impressed, but... The movie, uh, but but um, the 2007 The Mist by um, you know Stephen King's The Mist, that one really exemplifies what I look for as far as the monsters go. I mean, you always get the the trope of humans be the real monsters, uh, which especially in Stephen King stuff, <laughs> right, right, and and I mean that is okay, that's okay, but that's definitely not what I look for in these movies. But as far as like the designs, the mystery, the what the hell is this thing doing? Like you were saying, mm-hmm. the, those things. That one really, really hits, strikes a good chord with me. Um, Tremors. Tremors is also one of my absolute yeah. favorites. Um, Screaming Worm. Screaming Worm. Screaming Worm. Screaming Worm is what my daughter calls it. So, Mint's four-year-old daughter loves Tremors and calls it Screaming Worm. Yep. It's amazing. <laughs> but, uh, but those are some of my absolute favorite movies and really what we're going to be kind of my, my ground... You know, my, my ground level for this kind of thing. So, uh, Chris, what are, what are some of yours? Well, I love the, the classic stuff. Um, I love Creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, I love, like, the old black and white stuff like that, the Universal monster movies, the Hammer monster movies. But I'm also really into any sort of sci-fi horror movie, like, uh, like I said, The Thing 
and movies along that line. I'm even a fan of like species and life and stuff like I love that. Life. Life, uh, life was surprisingly good. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, one. but yeah, the sci-fi horror movies. Um, uh, speaking of Godzilla stuff, Shin Godzilla, mm. which is just a complete masterpiece as, as far as I'm concerned. Like that movie did everything right, <laughs> for more or less. Like I. I really love that movie. Um, but my favorite like creature or monster movie and my favorite movie of all time is Ridley Scott's Alien. I did not know that that was your favorite yeah, movie of all time. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I've watched it a million times at this point. Sure. Um, I know way more about the franchise than I probably should. Like even beyond the research that I've been doing lately because <laughs> uh, it is actually going to be our first movie that we do that here is, on Creature Crunch is uh, Ridley Scott's Alien. Yeah, that is our first movie. It's the one we chose because we figure that, I mean, we'll talk about this in the first episode. We kind of figure that as far as the example of a creature movie and what we both are looking for and what we both enjoy, we, we figured that Alien kind of checks most of those boxes. Uh, the More more so than most other movies right. at any rate. Maybe not all of them, but Enough. So, and, and it's something that's immediately recognizable. It's immediately recognizable. I mean, very few. I mean, if you're listening to this, you know, and you've pro- you've seen Alien. Yeah. Let's be honest. Um, if you haven't, then I mean, more power please to you. But <laughs> you know, please do for sure. Give, but, give it a shot. Like, I mean, it, it, it Alien doesn't doesn't really need all that much introduction, and mm-hmm. we we figured it would be a good starting point. So, um, so yeah. Uh, Tune in with us. Uh, I think the the plan is to have both of these up at the same time. Yeah, tune in with us immediately. Yeah, or... just go ahead and just go ahead and click that next yeah, that next button. Episode. Next episode. Subscribe, um, like, uh, hit the bell for updates. <laughs> no notifications. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, but but in all honesty, uh, leave us a review. If, yeah, if, you. if you if you enjoy this, if you think this is something you can get into, leave, leave us a review. I mean. We are two chuckle fucks that think that we might have something here. Um, we have access to the internet and recording software, and that's no one to tell us no. Yeah, nobody, nobody can stop us. So, but but if you do enjoy our our two goofballs, um, then go ahead and uh, I'm going to rephrase that. Uh, yeah, think, you, think about what you're saying. You if you want people to enjoy our goofballs. <laughs> um, okay, if you. So if you if you enjoy our uh, our unique brand, then I mean by all means, hot dogs are. <laughs> but um, our brown holes of entertainment. Oh dear, this <laughs> is spiraling out of control so fast. Uh, <laughs> you started it. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, leave us a review if you would. Uh, let let us know what you think. Um, if you have any movies that you would like to hear us cover in the future, uh, I mean by all means, suggest them to us. Uh, there's a good chance that they're probably on our list mm-hmm. and that we plan on getting to them sooner rather than later, but uh, hey, you never some know. Some people want to hear that I have no problem bumping it up the list. Yeah, ab- absolutely, absolutely. So, um, yeah, and then if you want to uh, if you want to follow us separately for reasons of your own, um, Chris, where, where, can we, where can they find you? Uh, if they want to find me for whatever reason, I can be found on Twitter at the library C that's C E E. Um, and yeah. And then, uh, I'm also on Twitter, admittedly though, not as much, but, uh, you can find me at, uh, Danny underscore hamsteak, um, spelled just like it sounds. Um, 
But uh, you can also check out our actual play D&D podcast, Shouting at Dice, which I do promise to eventually get back to when we have something to get back to specifically. Yeah. And there's not a pandemic that is wrecking <laughs> just absolute everybody's shit. Yeah. I, I really got to give props to people who are managing to do actual plays during that. that yeah, is, it's it's impressive. Well, I mean, to be fair, they have a lot more technical knowledge well, than even, we do. Like but, even smaller groups, like they're like yeah, that's but, impressive. But I mean, we do have episodes. I technically do technically have it, and I I have definitely not given up on it. But uh, so yeah, check that out if you'd like to hear more of us and our friends uh, rolling dice at each other and and subsequently shouting at them. Yep. So follow the podcast at Creature Crunch on Twitter. Uh, or you can email us at what is the email address? Uh, CreatureCrunch at gmail.com. I thought it was Creature Crunch Podcast. It is Creature Crunch Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, don't email that first one, you'll get somebody else, and we don't know who they are. Yeah, that's Creature Crunch Podcast Thank at you. gmail.com. Um, and uh, hope to see you guys or talk at you guys more in the future. In the next amazing episode of. Creature Crunch. <laughs> <laughs>